0: Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's podcast, I want to talk about twin flame denial and doubt and how those affect us and we can use those to strengthen our intuition on our twin flame journey. Also, don't forget to stay to the end of the podcast, where you'll get a chance to hear another Twin Flame share their Twin Flame story, and you can learn how you can send your story in should you feel called to do so. Okay, now let's talk about denial, doubt, and intuition. So as we go on our Twin Flame journey, as you probably have experienced, denial can show up. And this denial can show up in many forms such as your twin flame denying the connection and or they deny the enormity and divinity of the connection or perhaps family and friends are not able to understand the otherworldly qualities of your twin flame connection and the obstacles that are there or other therapists and healers not truly understanding the enormity of what you're experiencing and then there's also like other forms of outside societal denial to this twin flame concept That stops so many of us from being able to be open about this connection, or there's misconceptions about this concept that maybe we don't align with, right? There's, there's a lot of denial circulating around uh, the concept of twin flame and our journey. And so any experience of denial, especially around, right, as I said, this twin flame journey can feel very invalidating. And it can also trigger times in our life where our truth was denied And our feelings were invalidated, right? Denial can also bring up the feeling of doubt in us around the twin flame journey. So I remember early on reading something that said, if you have doubt on your twin flame journey, that's a good thing because I was having doubt. And so I was searching and I found this and that brought me such relief because it resonated as true because I was often filled with doubt, right? The idea of twin flames felt aligned with my heart and soul, but with my upbringing and the people I was around, my mind was having a, having a hard time and a problem conceding to this concept, right? My mind thought, if this connection is so real, my, my logical mind, right, my rational mind, if this connection is so real, wouldn't I know without a shadow of a doubt, right? Even though I'm seeing all the signs, Right, and my heart and soul are seeing the signs, but my mind's going, hmm, I'm not sure Eleven, eleven, all the time is reasonable doubt. <laughs> right, and if this soul to soul connection is a shared soul resonance, that we have the same shared resonance and come from the same soul family and source, then, then wouldn't my twin flame know? And wouldn't everyone around me know? And wouldn't we be together, right? These are all the things my mind, my logical rational mind was saying based on my upbringing and based on where I was in life. And I have since learned, and I've used that doubt, but I've since learned that having that doubt around this journey was actually helpful for me. Because when we have doubt around anything, it is how we fine-tune our intuition, right? And then by doing that, when we fine-tune our intuition, when we line up with our intuition, our knowing, we align closer to our truth and our divine self. Because as you know, our divine self knows the truth a hundred percent. So every time our connection is denied, if we, it can create either like triggers or the need for answers within us, right? And both of those triggers or need for answers can, plout, can plant doubt inside of us, right? Whether we're conscious of it or not. So if we look at this psychologically, there's what is known as healthy self-doubt. Healthy self, self-doubt is how we create change right? Self-doubt is how we learn. Imagine if we took everything we heard in the world as truth from the minute we were born until now. What if we believed everything we were told, right? Imagine if we believed everything we were taught or everything we read or saw on Instagram or saw in the news, right? We need that self-doubt. We need that barometer within us to say, "Mm, not for me. This doesn't align with me, right? You can think about Perhaps something you aligned with years ago that you no longer align with, right? That's where doubt can really be helpful for us, right? So self-doubt is when we look at our beliefs and we ask, are these beliefs true and are they for my highest good? Right? This, this also looks like questioning certain religious beliefs, certain beliefs around what love is, right? Or the government, what the government says, what sides of the government or other governments in the world, right? Or things our parents might have said that we don't align with, right? We might question the connection with our twin flame. And eventually on this journey, right? Our twin flame journey begs us, invites us to question what love really is, right? So I I think it's important to question the twin flame concept, right? What about this concept rings true? What feels right? If I never questioned this concept... I don't think I'd be doing these podcasts. I think questioning the concept allowed me to dive in deeper and fine tune what was right and real and true for me around this. And when I did that, then it helped me fine tune what was right and real and true for me in my life. Right? And as I always say and invite you to do question what I say, find out what is right and real and true for you. Right? So now healthy self-doubt is different from denial. Because here's the difference. Denial doesn't leave room for input, learning, or expansion. Denial is a door slammed shut where self-doubt peeks behind the door with curiosity and asks, well, what's behind there? What do I need to know? What do I want to know? What do I need to be aware of? What am I not seeing? Is it safe for me to open the door further? Is this true and real and right for me? So when we're approached with denial on the twin flame journey, in whatever form it takes, and we start to doubt ourselves, we can turn to healthy self-doubt and ask questions. Because as I said earlier and shared, I believe, I firmly believe we need healthy self-doubt on this journey. Right? Healthy self-doubt is also important when we approach our intuition. Because as our intuition gets stronger and stronger, so do the outside voices and trickster energies and unwanted energies I talked about last podcast, right? As we open up to other energies and our intuition, as we open our crown chakra, we might hear voices and messages that aren't for our highest good, voices and messages that aren't coming from us, from our higher self. So it's important to ask Does this feel right? Is this coming from the loud voice of my ego or the soft, subtle voice of my intuition and guides? Is this information for my highest good? Is this information even mine? Because here's a rule of thumb. If it doesn't feel good, it's probably not for your highest good. Your guides will never give you messages that don't feel good. Right? The same rule can be applied to denial. When we are faced with denial from our twin flame or outside sources and it doesn't feel good, we don't have to listen We can tune into our intuition instead. We can tune into our intuition and explore deeper by using healthy self-doubt around it. When doubt surfaces for us around our twin flame connection, we can lean into our truth. We can get out of our head and we can go into our heart and our soul. And we can find what has the greater resonance that feels better, that feels true. Right? Our bodies are such a great teacher. They tell us what is good and right for us, right? When we can listen, then we can learn how to navigate this world and this twin flame journey, right? Healthy self-doubt is important. It helps guide us to our knowing, quote unquote knowing, right? There's that knowing we have around our twin flame, right? We just, we know, right? Where is that knowing in our body, right? And then there's all this gray space that we get confronted with in between all the 3D stuff, that can cloud our knowing, can cloud our truth. And the knowing that we have around our twin flame is our teacher. So that when denial or doubt shows up, we can tune in and say, does this denial or doubt feel the same as the knowing I have around my twin flame? When we are faced with denial on this journey, It's an opportunity to not only lean into our intuition, but to fine tune our intuition. We meet someone who we know is our twin flame, and then it's like the universe puts all these obstacles in our way and says, are you sure? Our twin flame may say to us, are you sure? Our family and friends and karmic partners may say, are you sure? Society may roll its eyes at the term twin flame and say, are you sure? And then we ask ourselves, am I sure? Right, all these obstacles, ask us to continue to trust our intuition and 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 even as we strengthen our intuition there still may be unrest the need for validation from the outside world can be so great especially if we didn't get it growing up especially if we didn't get unconditional love especially if the cells in our body are starved for unconditional love right then our need for validation from the outside world can be really great because wouldn't it be everything be easier if everyone understood what we were going through Right? What would our twin flame dynamic look like if we had everyone around us and our twin flame truly understanding and supporting our connection? What if we had the support we crave from the outside world? Would we then feel validated or would we we still be looking for more? Would we still carry doubt? I invite you to look inward and see what the answer is for you. Now, as you hold that answer, I want to go deeper. Let's go deeper into denial. Because here's the truth, we, you, me, all of us are divine beings of light. We came into this world whole and complete and underneath our traumas and wounding and old belief patterns around love and society conditioning and the matrix of unhealthy love, right? Underneath all of this is a divine soul who knows exactly the truth, who knows that they're a child of God, of divine source energy, who knows the truth of everything. Now, we may know this conceptually, but do we live this truth, right? Is there anywhere in our lives where we are in denial around this? Where we deny our light, our brilliance, our innate goodness? Is there anywhere in our lives where this denial shows up for us? Where are we in denial about ourselves? Where have we denied our truth, our brilliance? Where have we denied that we're a being of light? Where have we dimmed our light? our power, our divine power, our divine will? Where in the past have we believed the outside world, even though it was different from what we knew to be true for us? Anytime someone denies our truth, our own divine truth on the twin flame journey, it's an opportunity for us to lean into our intuition and trust our truth. Then the more we do that, the more our truth of our divine self will have the courage to start showing up. The more we say to ourselves, I believe you, I know this connection to be real, and divine and true. And I'm not going to gaslight you like other people are doing to me. I'm going to believe you. Right? So here's a big question for you. Is there anywhere you're denying any truth about your twin flame? Just because they're your twin flame? Is there anywhere you're turning a blind eye? Right? Are they emotionally, mentally, and physically available to be in a 3D relationship if you want that? And if not, are you denying your truth and not fully living in your life, your divine life, human life on this earth where we have limited minutes and breaths to take by waiting for them, right? And if they are available, is there anywhere we are denying our, our availability, right? Is there anywhere around this connection where denial is showing up and how can we use healthy self doubt and our intuition to get some clarity and peace. When we stop denying our own truth, then we start to pave a way for divine truth to show up for us. When we are faced with outside denial around this connection, right, we can turn inwards and say to ourselves, it's okay, I believe you, right, we don't want to deny our innate truth. The same way we don't want to deny our divinity. We may hold healthy self-doubt around it. Like, am I really a being of light? Sometimes I don't feel that way. But what if I investigated this more? There have been times in my life where I showed up with my heart open and in pure love. I guess I do know how to do that. Maybe I really am a being of light. Maybe I can start to let that come out more. Right? So when we're faced with denial or doubt on this journey... We can use this as an opportunity to fine-tune our intuition and stop doing what the outside world is doing, denying what we know to be true, right? And rather than denying ourselves the truth of who we are, we can step into our real truth, our divinity. We can no longer be a victim to this journey. We can deny our victimhood. In fact, right now, Right now, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And so what would it look like to not deny where you are right now? What would it look like to know you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now? Because the truth is, you are. Otherwise, you'd be somewhere else. What would it look like to not deny the divine being of life that you are and treat yourself accordingly? Because the truth is, you are that. When we can let go of those simple denials that we're not where we should be, that we're not enough, that things should be different, things should look differently, and that we aren't divine beings of light, then we, can, then we can step into the truth of this very moment. Our own denial is stopping us from stepping into the truth of the now, right? And when we can let go of our own denial around our innate truth of goodness and divinity, then we can slowly open the door to our highest timeline. And step by step, walk in the path of our divinity. I hope that has been helpful. Um, There's so much out there waiting for you around this twin flame journey that our, our denial and our doubt sometimes unconsciously blocks us from stepping into. So... You know, again, if this was hard to hear or brought up any triggers, I invite you to hold yourself gently with compassion and not deny yourself that feeling that's coming up, right? I want your attention and feelings are okay. They're only temporary. They move through us. We don't need to deny them, right? They're there to help us. So thank you, as always, for being on this journey with me and being brave and courageous to take these steps day after day even that pull to our divine partner is so strong we can take that pull and turn it toward ourselves and show up for ourselves day and day and not deny our divinity so that being said if you want to share your twin flame story you can send a voice memo five to ten minutes long or email me in text form and I will read it To twinflame transformation11 at gmail.com. And thank you to all of you who have sent your stories in. I know and I've heard that the listeners really do love it. And it brings tears to so many people's eyes. So thank you. And we also have a Facebook group, a private group for all of you listeners to support each other and have community. It's called Alchemical Soul. You can find it under groups at Facebook and Molly is our admin and leader and she will be there holding space for all of you and I will pop in when I can. Now, please join me as we listen to our next powerful and vulnerable and beautiful twin flame share.
1: In a northern Mediterranean country which has strict cultural and religious forms. I grew up with a teenage mom and a dad who was 20 years older than my mother. Although everything looked normal from outside, our household was quite dysfunctional with an immature mother and emotionally unavailable father. I grew up in a survival mode all my life, went through a, you know, substandard education system, had been denied on uh, college education by my dad, Um, and I I was forced to work and support my family uh, from 15 years of age. Um, At the age of 19, I decided to move, travel, and be away from this dysfunctional uh, setup, and... um, Uh, I didn't want to be like my mother, who was forced to marry and be unhappy. And um, also, when I was young, I used to see the spirit in my bedroom. They used to touch me. You know, I used to see the silhouettes and, you know, uh, people standing next to my bed. And my parents used to dismiss them as my childhood, you know, child imagination. And um, I used to get scared because there was no explanation and um, that those uh, instances, occurrences stopped. And um, at the age of uh, 21, I traveled to UK uh, to learn English. And um, it was only for, for six months. I met a South Asian man. Um, it, it felt like love. I fell in love with the guy um it felt safe um he was very kind very nice um after two years of dating him he um, proposed and i uh, you know i accepted his proposal i said yes to him and um we we got married but my dad wasn't wasn't happy with that so i married him without my dad's consent um i had two daughters from this marriage um but my husband turned out to be a mild version of my dad during those uh, 20 years of marriage. Um, in between um, of my marriage, it did, I think the 10th years of my marriage, uh, I was very, very unhappy. So um, I wanted to leave him, but because the kids were so young, uh, they were five and three, I, I just couldn't. And... Um, and I thought uh, at one point when they are older, uh, at the university age or adults, oh, I, I wanted to leave my marriage, but uh, you know it's, it's it's it it wasn't the time, and um, so I remained in the marriage. In two thousand twelve, my work life started to take off. Why is it strange coincidences? And um, with with a huge luck, I ended up specializing in a certain area in finance which brought me in uh, contact with my twin flame in 2016. Uh, when I met him exactly on his birthday, you can call that as a coincidence as well, I was completely unaware of how my life was going to change to a 180 degree. At that time he was also married and had two kids at the time. I started working for his company as a consultant And within two years, which is in 2018, we became business partners. Um, It was, again, very unusual. Coincidences happened. And uh, we started, you know, we we married up in the business. And we started sitting together, sharing the same office space. The company tripled in size uh, very quickly. Um, We both started earning really well, well above average well above UK average um, the expansion was head spinning in 2019 I realized I started f- having feelings for, for, for him which you know it was unthinkable he was younger than me um, four years younger than me he wasn't my type but the feeling the achievement what we was so great I, I just couldn't prevent not to feel for him It was very charming. Um, So he he was the same. You know, we we felt like we we loved each other's company. We were having absolute joy. It was very kind, um, caring. Um, We were just enjoying each other's company while working. That was it. We were business partners, professionals. That's it. But uh, I, I started going to work to see him. And he said... He was similar. He, he was spending a lot of time at work uh, when I, I was there. If I'm not there, he used to call me and ask me, where are you? <laughs> so it was it was great. Uh, in 2020, my marriage collapsed unexpectedly. Um, as soon as I took the decision to walk away from my marriage, my heart expanded. Uh, it, it was enormous force of love pouring out of, in and out of my heart which I didn't even know what it meant um, but my behaviour changed at work I became very toxic uh, I wanted to spend more time with him even evenings um, all the time I wanted to speak to him I, I just couldn't be without him I, I thought the love that I, I was feeling middle of my chest was for him and that was the point he became very um, distant. He didn't want to speak to me. He ne- stopped calling me, and it made me even more toxic. More uh, anxiety was um, on top of the roof. Um, I I couldn't operate. I couldn't function. I couldn't understand why he was behaving like that. He was so nice before, and there was nothing happening to scare him off or. You know, apart from my marriage collapsed, obviously, it was it was a big thing, but was, you know, it's nothing to do with him at that point. But anyway, um, I was um, sitting and suddenly something dropped into my headspace. These are happening in a very short space of time, within days or a few weeks, um, I'm sitting with my sorrow and uh, extreme, extreme sort of attachment to him, uh, something dropped into my headspace. Um saying, call a psychic. I had never heard of a psychic before in my life, never spoken to one or heard of someone speaking about a psychic. So I picked up my phone, started um, looking for um, a psychic to make an appointment. And I found online platforms where you can call and ask questions. And I found one um, and followed a few more calls. My question was always the same. What was a feeling for me. It was very embarrassing. I couldn't ask the question. But um, I was forced to ask. Then I came to know about life cycles, spirituality, intuition, twin flames. (laughs) None of these terms I had ever in my life heard before. The pain was too, too much. I ordered a book about twin flames. But um, after reading uh, the second two chapters, I put the... um, book into pieces and throw it away and I cried, denied and I didn't want to because it was very painful Um, but um, it didn't go away. It became even more painful. Uh, Every day the pain was increasing. So um, at the same time I started seeing angel numbers uh dreams, height I mean, very very vivid dreams, all the fe- you know, feathers, coins, all sorts of stuff that I've never had an experience or I had to find out these from the psychic calls. They were explaining to me well how spirituality works and when you are in the vortex, this is how how universe just makes itself known to you. Um, so I sat on my knees and I prayed to Archangel Michael saying that if this is all true, send me a sign. Show me a sign so I will believe. And um and within two days the sign came. Uh one evening uh I was having a discussion with them uh, in a, about office shuffle and business um dealings and etc and I suggested that I will move out of the office and sit somewhere else. And he said, well, you can't sit away from me, first of all, because he said, you are me, I'm you, we are one. I was shocked. Why would he say that? Why did he say that? It, it just confirmed. And I was, I was really, really, really shocked. And I, I couldn't say anything, I, I just, I just left it there. Um, and also in the same night he said, uh, whatever it is, the church or the Jesus, whatever it is, it's all very strange, isn't it? And I said, whatever you are feeling in your heart, that's the truth. And he looked at me in disbelief. I don't know what I confirmed that to him. Um, It it was confirmed anyway. But the business in mind became even more toxic. Uh, It was unbearable with him. He completely stopped calling me as a business you know, partner, he started taking all the decisions himself, he he was overruling my decisions, he was cancelling things, he was not inviting me into the meetings, I just, it became very disrespectful, I didn't have a chance, I didn't have a, you know, option, but to step out of the business in 2021, he didn't want me to leave, He, he said he needs me, but he's not able to work with me either so i um left in 2021 october and uh january 2022 i left the directorship and um he he was beside himself stopped going to the work um he asked me to come to the work i said no i i just cannot he said let's meet up i said okay let's meet up and He didn't reply back to that for three weeks. And that was the cut-off, cutoff, um, for me, cut-off place. Uh, I I couldn't take it anymore. It was so painful. Um, I said, I I don't want to get involved with the business anymore. And that message was delivered to him by the other directors and the colleagues of mine. And he emailed me asking for the shares back. I said, take the shares back. I don't want any money, nothing. And so um, I, almost a year and a half, I had an isolation, loss of material, loss, marriage ended, friends left. I purged untold amount of pain, emotion, grief. I became energetically withdrawn. I was unable to move. So I took a very long time off work so i stayed at home without a job sitting in isolation not seeing a soul for days Um, so i actually last saw him in january to 2022 and the last time we spoke via email in april 2022 since then we never spoke to each other but obviously these thoughts never left me i'm normally a very strong person i'm a capricorn and i came to know that my Moon is in um, Cancer, very intuitive, and um, you know I, I became very interested in obviously astrology because it just resonates so much, and um, I learned so much about spirituality. I had to dedicate myself because uh, you know <laughs> it was becoming too much. I couldn't I couldn't understand for a very long time. Uh, the anxiety wasn't allowing me to hear my intuition. Say that, uh, But in October twenty twenty two, my intuition g- g- came stronger, became stronger. I started absolutely understanding the journey, the how it unfolds. The, you know, divine masculine and divine feminine, toxic behaviors, and how we are actually uh, yin and yang energies. How it works and things meant to be happening like that, and it happened like that. So it. Deep acceptance and surrender to the unknown and the universal um, energies. So, um, as I'm speaking now in 2023, I'm set to create a new, brand new life. I um, have a lot of energy now um, than ever before. (laughs) Um, Started working on a new company. Um, I know that it's just the early stages. But... um, I'm just trying to find my life on, you know, blindfoldedly. And I know the universe will help if um, I met my twin flame without knowing. How, um, with, uh, you know, with the coincidences brought us together. And it should, it should work from this point as well. So, um, and I'm quite grateful. And um, thank you so much for listening to me.